Blog Talk Radio. Central, but that is all about to change. And I have big news for everybody, but we're going to save that to the end of the broadcast because right now, of course, I have on the air with me, which I wish I could hang out with him more, talk to him more, is my very close personal friend and who also has a current campaign on Kickstarter for If Powers, which I am so honored and pleased to be a part of. And that is, of course, welcoming him back with us once again, Aaron Moore. How you doing, Aaron? Where you at, buddy? You with us? Where'd you go? I thought we had him. I don't know where he went. Aaron, are you with us? Yeah, I'm. I'm here. Hello. Oh, there you go. Okay, couldn't hear you the first yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm here. Ho- hopefully, I'm coming through now. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Everything's good. Uh, how you doing, my friend? Doing good, doing good. Just um, you know, enjoying the, getting our first stretch goal unlocked today for the Kickstarter. It was a, it was a pretty nice little hurdle to get over. <laughs> well, that's actually the first thing I wanted to ask you about. Is this is now your first successful Kickstarter, and not only is it your first successful Kickstarter, but you've also unlocked a stretch goal, which even I haven't been able to do. So, congratulations on that, first of all. Uh, and second of all, uh, do you think it's possible that you'll hit the second one before, uh, you know, you got eight days left, right? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty much yeah, eight days uh, at this exact moment. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, it would be nice to hit the next one. Uh, pretty much, you know, what we're looking for is to start the second book. You know, if we can get, you know, upwards to around the, the 2,700 mark, I mean, that would really be cool. But the the next one at 2,000, um, everybody who pledged for a hard copy will get um, a free mini uh, action figure. And uh, even more action figures uh, have been unlocked, so um, I'm going to be getting to work with a 3D modeler and uh, getting those together. Um, actually, we did have a good Kickstarter for the, for the action figures, and um, so we still got... Uh, I think one one or two more to send out for that, and then everybody should be happy. <laughs> well, I admit I myself am pretty happy about uh, I've, what two people have uh, have pledged to get sketches from me, correct? Oh, I think it's it's more like three or four now. Uh, yeah, you, you, there's actually it's quite a few. Um, our, our friend Crystal, she's pledged <laughs> for one, and yeah, there's actually yeah, there's, there's actually I could probably pull it up, but I don't want to. <laughs> do dead air time maybe come back to it but yeah there's definitely you're going to be drawn that's for sure and uh the campaign isn't over yet so uh you know i could definitely see you know somebody else <laughs> jumping on getting you because well, you know what, the price. what's exciting about that well what's exciting about that for me is the fact that i've never drawn any of these characters before not a single one so every one is going to be new for me yeah yep uh you did get one pledge for um uh uh, a random character on like a JLA cover or something. So somebody might be requesting, you know, a Black Canary or 
Green Arrow or or any of the other hundreds of DC characters. Or <laughs> so yeah, you, you will be drawn at least one person that's familiar. And of course, um, on on our on our blank covers, you're you're more than welcome to draw any any character. You know, I'm going to give the backers are you know they're going to be given the option to pick any anybody that they want to. Um, so there's there's possibly a good chance that nobody's going to pick my characters since they haven't read the book yet and <laughs> don't 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 you know for don't really care. <laughs> well, I'll just warn all those backers now, uh, whoever they are, to just make sure to not ask for Marvel characters because I've never drawn one before. Uh, the thing, like I've ever drawn as DC characters because I'm such a huge DC mark. Which, by the way, I, I don't mean to stray off topic, but let's just stray off a little bit for just a second here and talk about how terribly awful and how puke-inducing those new. Uh, do you even want to call them costume redesigns for the big three in DC, which is of course Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman? I, I just, I, I, I'm struggling to understand where their mentality was when they okayed these ideas. Yeah, I, I was just uh, just literally talking to somebody about this. Not even five minutes, you know, not even a minute before I called in, and of course it's the, it's what everybody's talking about today. Um, my my biggest, my main concern with it is that they all look like they're killers now. You know, uh, Wonder Woman's ready to just start stabbing people. Is, is is what it looks like. She looks like she's just ready to go on a rampage. She's done. She's heard all the lassos of truth she's needed to hear, and she's <laughs> she's out for vengeance. That's what I get when I look at hers. And then you know you look at Batman or you look at Superman, and he's just standing there. There's blood dripping off of his fists. He's not wearing his cape. He looks more like Superboy uh, right now, um, Connor. Uh, and then it's just like, man, <laughs> they're just they just look violent. And Batman is holding a smoking gun. And it's just that that that's just too much, you know. There's, it, it doesn't look like it's mistaken for anything but being a smoking gun, you know. And it's just it's those are the three that always kept everybody good, you know. There's always the violent people. There's always you know, all of that. And but you always you always knew that if you read Superman or you knew Batman that they weren't gonna go that far. And I'm just worried about that part <laughs> for for all the readers. Well, you know, here's the thing. I've been talking about this pretty much all day because I've been on, you know, Facebook and Twitter and uh, doing social media pretty much all day because I unfortunately have to. Uh, even if I don't want to, I'm pretty much stuck doing it because I have so many things that are tied to social media now. And what I'm noticing is that even the hardcore, the hardcore DC fans that are usually screaming to high heaven how the new 52 is great and how five Robins and five years makes sense and all this trash – they're the same ones that right now are defending these terrible redesigns. And I just don't understand it because, you know, some of them are coming out of the woodwork and they're saying, hey, I'm a huge mark for DC, but I can't stand these new redesigns. And I'll give you a good example. is the Wonder Woman one. You look at that, and first of all, Wonder Woman for decades and decades and decades, ever since you go back to All-Star Squadron when she was in that book, I, I, I just I feel like a lot of other people that she became almost a symbol for America, you know, wearing you know the red, she's wearing the white, the blue, the stars, everything kind of you know we adopted her almost 
especially the women, you know, of this country adopted her as like a, a figure that they could be having a role model to look up to and, and you know, to kind of aspire uh, to be as strong and confident, you know, and, and, and all the attributes that Wonder Woman has. I think, you know, those colors kind of had something to do with that, the same way that Superman was when, if you remember correctly, back in the 90s, they switched it up and he became, you know, this electrical blue and white and fans went crazy because they changed the color scheme. I know some people will right. say, oh, it's color scheme. You know, what the hell does it matter? It does matter. It matters a lot. And especially when you consider the fact that with Wonder Woman, that's part of her identity. So you take that away, the, blue, the, the traditional blue color is gone. Okay, now, I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. When you think of blue, you don't think of navy blue. If, you, if you're going to sit there and sit in front of me and tell me that you were in school, in, in you know, kindergarten and all those you know, grades, and they're telling you that you know, navy blue is blue, you're wrong. And they were wrong. I'm sorry. That's just right. facts. Look up blue. You know what I mean? Look up blue on, on the computer, and blue is not navy blue. Navy blue is navy blue. So that's exactly what they've done. The same thing as sports teams do is they, they, they take their colors and they say, okay, we're blue and yellow, so what we're going to do is we're now going to be navy blue and, and, and maize or gold or whatever, just so that they can be edgy. It's the same right. philosophy DC's adapting now. They're trying to make these characters who don't need to be dark dark because Batman just like you said holding a smoking gun is a bastardization of that character and everything yeah. he stands for yeah it's it, it, it's it's a slap in the face to anybody who's read DC comics you know before any before the new 52 or anything it's it's you know basically yeah they're just saying thank you for all of your for being fans for your dedication for buying books for years and years and years um, and no that no longer matters you know, uh, <laughs> it's just kind of like, wait, wait, what? No, you know, I'm the, you know, I haven't bought a DC book since, you know, since whenever New Fifty Two came out. That was the last time I went to the comic book store to buy New Fifty Two. You know, and it's just sad. Well, like I say, I mean, you could you could even go back and say, okay, well, you know what? A few years ago, when they did the Final Crisis or whatever garbage that was, that oh, you, Batman used a gun because he tried to, you know, kill Darkseid, and, and instead he, you know, he quote unquote died. But right. it's like you know what? That was Batman. Like that was one of his ultimate moments was deciding that he he had to use a gun. But there's been times right. where he's used a power ring in the New Fifty Two and stuff like that. It's just it, it's all going away from what is true to the character, and I think a good example of you know almost destroying the credibility and the popularity of a character is what they did to Wolverine and Punisher in the '90s and in the '80s. Those two characters were in every single Marvel book, even the, the lesser titles. We're only getting like maybe a couple thousand copies, just thrown in there for absolutely no reason other than oh, okay, the book needs to sell. Throw Wolverine on the cover. Slap Punisher on the cover. And then they start right. going away from it. They make Wolverine an animal, and they make uh, Punisher a, a zombie killer, a, a supernatural. It's like, you know, if you want to do a different character, do a different character. Don't destroy established, amazing characters that have a symbolism to them, like Wonder Woman, like Batman. Batman is the embodiment of, you know, criminals' fear. It, it, that's the whole point. It's why he wears the mask and the cowl. It's, it's all about fear, the same way that Superman is supposed to be all about truth, justice, and the American way. It's not just the American way, uh, just about peace in general. So you're going to know, okay, well, he's going to walk around and he's always going to have blood dripping off of his hands. What does that mean? He's going to be beating the hell out of somebody if, like every second just to make sure the blood's still there? Right. Yeah, it's, yeah they're, they're, giving, they're, they're putting him into that vigilante seat that was 
is what is what you know. Of course, we're going off of one picture for all of this, but it just feels it's just so out of character. It's so if I if I went to an artist an artist alley or at any convention and I said I would I would like you to draw me a commission picture of Superman, and I'd pay them their X amount of dollars, and I'd come back later that day or the next day, and they gave me that. I would say, have you ever read a Superman comic in your life? Um, because he would never be—he would never look like this. He would never look like he's fresh from, you know, Fight Club. You know. And he almost looks like he just stepped out of a gym. Yeah. Yeah. In the yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 yeah I out of the gym. I just want to beat the hell out of somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks like he's just a roided. Uh, you know, insane maniac. That's that's how they all look. They all look like they're just. At, they all look like they're absolutely insane right now. That's just. Yeah, again, they're just they violently. They're just all violently insane looking. And you know, that's great if it was the Joker, Matt Hatter. You know, you know, even even Wolverine. You know, Wolverine can be as bloody and pissed off and and death hungry as he wants to be, and that's fine. It's just you just can't throw that look on. Some people. <laughs> well, trends in comic books tend to be a fickle thing. You know, some trends right. last for a long time. Some trends don't. Think of the '90s are a good example. Think about the, the cover craze that went on in the '90s, where every single book had like five or six different covers, and you know, every time they did an issue, it was like you know, you had to find certain ones, and retailers were charging up the butt for every single cover, and it was just. It was ridiculous, and it got to the point where story didn't matter anymore. All that mattered was amazing art and amazing covers. So people would start buying, and, and then you start getting those people who are quote-unquote collectors, who really aren't collectors. They're just, you know, I, I, I hate to say anything bad about anybody that does this, but, I mean, I just right. it's my personal feeling is, you know, it, it, to me it's just it, it, it's pretty lousy. You know, it's like if you're going to buy a bunch of books just to make money on them, then you clearly don't love the industry. You clearly don't have any love for it. So you're not the kind of person I would want to buy from because I don't want to buy from somebody who just wants to make a buck because I know that you don't care whether or not I get a good price. You don't care whether or not I like the book. And you'll just sell me garbage and tell me that it's worth, you know, oodles of money just to make money. Like why would I want to deal with somebody like that? And you and I have had this discussion about eBay and how, you know, just recently when, when uh, Leonard Nimoy died, you know, you, you've got a trading card of his on there for $25, and within like an hour he, of his death being announced, it's $5,000. Like, I'm sorry, but to me, that's one of the lowest things that you can do. And I don't care if the person that did that is listening or not. I just think that is a really lousy, shitty thing to do. I think it's just, you know, vulturing, and I think it's taking advantage of people. Oh yeah, I mean I can, but yeah, I mean it's just, and you can tell, you, I mean yeah, like I said, you can tell when somebody does something like that, and it's, and like you say, yeah, it's it's, it's blood money is what it what it comes down to. They're just they're trying to get rich off of somebody else's, you know, discomfort and pain and death, and it's yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's just uh, that's just how we are. You know, I have to get again off subject, but it's just one of those worlds where if there's a dollar sign. Uh, attached to anything, you know. Here I am doing a Kickstarter, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm not trying to get, you know. I'm not trying to do five thousand more than what I need, though. You know, which I think is uh, important. <laughs> Just trying. Yeah, and trying you know, to... like basically. We'll... Basically, what we're talking about is we're just talking about treating people with, you know, equality and being fair, and you're just not taking advantage of people. And I think you see that a lot with, 
you know, the comic book industry. You see it a lot with wrestling. You see it a lot with a lot of entertainment and media. And it's hard not to be skeptical of a lot of that stuff that goes on because, I mean, you see it happen so often now, especially when right. I can understand somebody saying, okay, well, you know, he just died. I need to make some money, so I'm going to up at $20. I can understand that. I mean, I don't really agree with it, but I understand it. It's like, okay, you know, they want to take advantage of it while they can. They need some money. I, I, I can't really say I wouldn't do the same thing if I was in the position and I could move the product, but I right. just I have a hard time thinking, you know, going, what is the, even the percentage of that? To go from twenty five dollars to five thousand, it's it's ludicrous. Right. Well, it was. I think it was like 50, it was like fifteen hundred originally, but still, I mean, that still, you know, even from like fifteen hundred to five is is a, is pretty much of a jump, you know. But again, that was just that it happens all the time. I remember it with Michael Jackson and just everybody else, and and now, I mean, and, you know, main thing I could tell people is if you, if. If if you're a fan of this person and they die, it's it's horrible, it's heart wrenching. But hopefully you've already had something that's collectible. Wait a while because yeah, the people out people will be out there to, to take advantage of that. You know, uh, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> you know, yeah. but yeah, well, I mean, you know, yeah, I think things do th- go up in value, but you don't get to just automatically say no, it's this much. <laughs> No, I think you're, you're absolutely right because a lot of times what they don't understand, the people that do that, is that they're pretty much destroying the market for said product because they're making the price so high that if anybody else tries to sell it lower, you know, they're going to either, people are going to look at them like, you know, oh, they're selling it lower, but something must be wrong with it, or, you know, super's going to look at it and say, oh, well, why is it so much lower? You know, maybe I should go with the more expensive. I mean, there's always a reason. And right. I don't know. I mean, I personally try not, I try personally not to buy a lot of stuff off of eBay just because I've been screwed so many times buying things. I one time paid, I think it was $100 for a video game, and when it got to me, all it was was a disc that somebody had copied a game onto. And we're talking just a disc you can go to the store and get for 50 cents. Oh, yeah. No, I've had that happen to me. I've bought movies, and I've had, they've sent me, you know, DVD-R movies, and it's like, no, <laughs> this is illegal on every, you know. But, yeah, again, like I said, there's any, if anybody if anybody even thinks for a minute um, that there's a dollar sign attached to something, and, you know, again, not to get too, you know, you know angry about stuff, but... Uh, I don't know, never mind. There's this new Power Ranger independent film, and just posting Power Rangers. They keep saying this is not a Power Rangers film, but there's Power Rangers, and I just, I was just kind of like, man, he's using Chrono Changers and Power Ranger gear, and it's like, man, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fan, fan films, fan films, I think are fine, but you shouldn't be uh, trying to crowdfund money for a fan film. Uh, when you're, you know, if you're trying to use other people's intellectual properties, but yeah, Rage in Action. Is it Rage? Yeah. In, is, is it Rage in Action or is it Rage in Action Comics? Well, both. It's RIA Comics. RIA Comics. Okay, so you you prefer to just call it RIA Comics, right? Well, it just it's okay. well, because because all three there's it's rage in action readers in action and real indie action so it kind of it, that's just like the whole embodiment uh, when you say ria so i'm just throwing that out there but um but this book is a rage in action book um uh, which is you know more mature um definitely not for children um when the readers in action books those are mainly meant for children um just 
uh, just because we're covering all the genres, all the bases. <clears throat> so now, if powers, talk about, about this a little bit for anybody that's not listened uh, to this show before, or maybe doesn't know much about the Kickstarter or about the If Powers project itself. Uh, give them a lowdown real quick. Okay, well, um, first off, just I always like to just explain the title because people are like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> but um, so I, I've been, for the past 11 years, I've been writing three what if stories. Um, and they're all the basics of whenever you're sitting around with your friends, three questions normally pick come up What would you do if you had superpowers? What would you do if zombies attacked? And what would you do if you won the lottery? Um, so I have three books focusing on each of those questions, and this is the one that's about superpowers. And so basically, instead of just giving the one-line answer saying, you know, I'd like to be invisible, I'd like to fly, um, I just took and went ahead and just created an entire universe where everybody has superpowers and how somebody with superpowers deals with living in an environment like that because when it comes down to it, there's still going to be variations of power. You know, there's a lot of people that can't even step to Superman, but they have really, really cool powers in the DC. Do you know what I mean? That kind of, there's just small, big, you know, just visual powers. Even if there's somebody who just lights up, that's that's it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's basically just a book of of a new universe uh, of everybody having powers there's no no humans as far as just being basic human uh, everybody's special now I remember back when you originally told me to write up the script and you gave me the guidelines for what you were looking for I remember saying to myself that I wanted to have you know I wanted to give you a villain because I wanted to go with like a kind of a key thing, you know, I thought, oh, this would be a good, you know, time for me, because everything I've been writing lately is kind of dark. I figured, oh, okay, I can go on the, the kitty side and do, like, a lighthearted story, kind of, like, reach into the reader's soul and, you know, make them feel good about themselves or feel good about a situation. And then I thought to myself, you know what would be really cool is if I gave Aaron, like, the most effed up page I could possibly give him. And I thought, well, how could I do that? And I thought, okay, well, instantly, the most effed up thing usually people think of is, you know, something happens to children. So I thought to myself, okay, well, I can do something like that, but I don't want to, like, make it, like, too risque, you know, in terms of, like, anything really terrible happening and people throwing a fit or anything. And then I thought about, okay, well, you know, I want to do this in a way where you're going to like it, but you're also going to want to see more. You're going to, it's going to leave, you know, questions and things like that. So once I got the script to you and you paid it, I just was so happy because you told me, you're like, yeah, we're going to go with Jay Saliva. And I'm sorry, but if you've never seen Jay Saliva's art, go on Facebook, check him out. Guy is amazing with pencils. Amazing. I love his art. Thank you, Jay, uh, by the way, for uh, providing art for my Light Earth cover. I know, I know. of course, Aaron, you know, thanks you for what you did for him. But I'll tell you, oh, yeah. that page looks so beautiful. I cannot wait to see the words on it because it just the way it looks is 50 times better than I imagined in my head. Yeah, yeah, and I remember you telling me like, "Oh, I'll, I'll just I'll do another story, I'll do another script." And I was like, "No, we're we're doing this script." You know, I was like, "This is this <laughs> needs to be drawn." You know, it's like it was just it was because again, like I'm really trying to because um, it's a brand new universe and everybody's has a different outlook on the world than I do. So I have my I have my own I have my own stories that I'm bringing to it, and that's why I was just so happy with 
all the different writers and all the different creators that were just wanting to be a part of this and help uh, build the universe. And it's really, it's really cool. <laughs> the art, yeah, and like you said, the art for that page is just mine. It, it came out better. It came out exactly how you wrote it. He he got every every bit of your detail. And uh, people can go to the Kickstarter now. You can see samples of that page. Um, there's samples of every single page that we have done at this, up to this moment. Um, there is one storyline that I'm only sharing with backers only at the current moment. So back it if you want to see what's going on. Uh, Three-page story by Dino and Mervin, or actually Jeremy Clark will be inking this one. <laughs> so yeah, we're changing it up. That's another thing, you know. Um, with all these different stories, we're allowing different groups of people to work with people that they wouldn't normally or haven't normally worked with or haven't been introduced to and the the different the melding of teams has been really really fun i think and it looks like people are having fun with it i'm looking at the page right now i'm i'm on the kickstarter and i'm I'm looking at the link and you know at this moment i've got uh, the jay saliva page in front of me and i'm looking at it and yeah, I mean, it, it just every page that's on here is completely unique. His page is unique. Every page is unique. And I think that this is just amazing the way that you were able to get everything and all the different art teams to flow. Because even though it's different art styles, the, the stories really flow together kind of just like you and I talked about before you even started putting everything together. It all flows exactly like you planned. And yeah. this page, especially, I'm proud of, not just because, you know, I had a hand in writing it, uh, but because, you know, I was really hesitant, you know, about using this page. As you said, I really thought, you know, we needed to go a different way. But now that I see it, I'm so proud of it. And I just think, again, that Jay really is just amazing. He just captured it. And he's got detail in here that I wouldn't even have thought of, like with the fan, uh, you know, yeah. just everything. It, just, it, it, it sings. The page sings. Yeah, and you know, just for you know, listeners and interested possible backers, the way that the way that this does tie in, the way that this does work with my story is, my main story is is split between the the main character's past and her current storyline. So there is a lot of time in between. There's a lot of things that happen in her life um, between between from where you read to where she's at now, where we're able to not necessarily fill in some gaps, but provide extra storyline where there's a part where there's a massive jailbreak and there's more than just main characters that are released. And that's when I came to you and I said, I want you to show somebody who's evil, just horrible. He just escaped prison and now he's doing, what's the, what does he do? Just give me that, give me that little glimpse into his life. And you brought, you brought this extreme, you know, insanity, <laughs> and it's great. Um, you know, and the same thing. You, uh, there was two stories, and Dirk Manning, he 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 wrote the other one, the same thing, and uh, just another one where uh, the police are hot on the trail of a, of a crazy, crazy lunatic killer. So it's 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 fun, and you know, like I said, it ties in because this is the jailbreak that happened. These are the people that exist in the universe. So it's just it's just extra, and and hopefully in the next issue we can build on it. There's stretch goals to add extra pages to build on these stories. There's a lot that can be done, and uh, yeah, I'm ex- really excited on how it turned out, and it just it flows exactly how we wanted. <clears throat> uh, 
Are, are you there? <laughs> well, I'm not sure if we lost you, if there's a dead air, but... So, yeah, um, we just added some more pages. Um, our good buddy, Joshua Oaks, who's inking the normal book, uh, he actually drew and did a whole page, and it's really awesome. <laughs> No, yeah, I'm sorry. I uh, I had to uh, do something really quickly here. I I oh, almost good. knocked my internet out. There's well, I've got a bad connection over here, and it's just it's it it has to do with the where where the uh, computer is plugged in uh, into the wall. It's like a loose connection, and I had to make oh, sure yeah. that it didn't slide out because the computer froze for a second there. I'm like, oh man, oh, don't even tell me <laughs> this has happened to me before. So, um, well, but yeah, actually, what I was going to say was um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I've been kicked off of this show. It, it, the very first episode that we did, I got kicked off of this show and had to call back into it 21 different times. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Some disconnects? It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. okay. Wow. Well, okay. It's, just, it's, this, it's, it's this service is what it is. It's, well, it, it's yeah. exactly, and I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit more in the next few minutes. Uh, it's exactly why we're leaving Blog Talk. We found another home. Uh, so we're actually only going to be doing this episode and then two more. And then the month of April, we're leaving Blog Talk for good. We're going to a different network. I'm going to mention all that uh, at the end of the show in a few minutes here. Uh, but quickly before we uh, talk about that, uh, I just wanted to say what we could do, what would be a great idea is we, we could do an episode in the future here, especially once the book comes out, and we could do like an audio commentary and have the creators that did the, each individual pages kind of talk a little bit about their ideas and how they put everything together because that, that collaborative process is really interesting sometimes, especially with this, you know, like you said, you know, you gave me the guidelines and you said, you know, here's a guy who just got out of prison. Of course, you know, one of the first things that comes into my mind is, you know, when somebody's escaped from prison, what's the first thing everybody fears about is, oh, Think of the children. Think of the children. You know, protect the children. So it's one of those things where, you know, that kind of idea and then mentioning it, that to you, I think that whole process is something that I think would be really interesting uh, to get more of the creators to come on here and talk about. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think that would be really fun, especially, yeah, like I said, when the book's out, you know, we can go through the pages, you know, answer questions that people call in. I don't know. Something like that would be really fun. <laughs> Uh, get everybody together. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I also want to point out um, to anybody who has not seen the link or anybody who has, regardless, uh, right now it's at $1,035. So we only need, what's the uh, the first or the second stretch goal? What would you say? Was it 2000 2000 But uh, so the first one, everybody who pledges for a hard copy right now will get a free 8 by 10 of their choice of the prints listed. Um, and I'm, I hope to get, you know, at least one or two more up for people to pick from, but, you know, by the time surveys go out. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, just deal after deal. And then they got, we still have the refer a friend deal where you pledge for a hard copy, get a friend a pledge. You guys comment on the Kickstarter saying you're friends and you're getting the book. You get an extra copy of the book or an extra little mini figure. Um, we're we're doing our own action figures of the characters. Uh, we're trying to just hit the ground running and have everything uh, the fans could ever possibly want right out the door as soon as they become fans. <laughs> well, there needs to be a Facebook page for Powers as well, because I know there's one for F Zombies, which I cannot wait for that. Like, when you're ready to do that story, I'm so on board because that's something I've always wanted to write about is zombies, 
And unfortunately, it's a, a subject I've never written about. I've never tackled the subject of straight-up zombies. And I have an idea that I think would be amazing if we could do it. Of course, it's something, you know, we would talk about and plan. But it's right. something I think would be awesome. Kind of like this page was. I just have a feeling that it, it, it's something that would work well. And I'm glad that we did this darker story because now with the next one will be uh, – what's the, the next one is – I forget the name of the next one already. I'm having a hard time. Oh, the next, <laughs> the next book, uh, The Anthology of Dreams and Nightmares? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, so. Yeah, for people who are listening, you know, who aren't, you know, on the inside or whatever, um, we're, we've already started working on a, an anthology of nightmares and dreams. Uh, we're basically uh, writers um, are writing about an experience, a dream or a nightmare that they've had, and we're putting our teams together to to illustrate them and create a little anthology book. And while that's going on, we're going to be doing uh, the Kickstarter running for uh, If Zombies. And getting that book put together, and this book put together, and it's just gonna hopefully, hopefully be nonstop if if we can if if we can pull it off. <laughs> you know, like I said, I jokingly say the next book will be called If Funded. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but you know, it's um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I, we'll I get believe some more books out. I believe that once. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, hopefully we'll get these books out. You know, we just, there's, you know, we got, we're working on so many kids' books like Captain Zabibi and the Seven Summoners, a uh, really lighthearted, uh, you know, pirate story with kids, and there's just a, a lot of stuff in the works. I believe that once people get these books in their hands, or, you know, how you give them the file, whatever, I think that they're going to be really surprised at what they're going to be holding. Because not only did you assemble a team, which I personally think is quite possibly the best team I've ever seen for, it's not even, an, I don't even, wouldn't even consider this an anthology because I, I feel like it's all one big story, just different creative right. teams on each page. So I feel like that's exactly. just a giant creative team. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, if you it's, don't see it's, that. It's, right, yeah. While it is multiple stories, they're not, the, all the stories feed into one story. It's all they're all on the timeline. Um, that's why I was saying because of the past and the future, I was able to put all of these different stories in the timeline. Like your story happened three weeks ago in compare, you know, in the reality of the the current timeline. So things that's what happened back then. You know, when that jailbreak happened back then, this is what happened, and that's the story. <laughs> so and and everything kind of melts together. So now if we continue with your character, you know, you can do a story that was years ago, why why you can do why he was even locked up, why he's after these kids, you know, then we can get into all of that. So everything should kind of make sense. And um, I've actually been kind of happy for anybody who watches uh, the sci-fi show Helix. This new season, I've noticed they're doing this whole time thing where they'll jump to 500 years in the future, then the next scene they'll go back to two years ago, and then they'll... And I've just I've been watching that, and it's made me think. Okay, maybe maybe people can get this this time time changing and different stories and everything, making one cohesive, coherent story at the end is my goal. You know, because it didn't start out with all these different stories in mind. You know, opening it up to all my friends and all these different writers that was just something new, and I thought I could I could pull it off, and I really feel like we did. If Powers Worthy Part 1 is still on Kickstarter, eight days to go, and I'll tell you this right now, as somebody who has 
actually had the benefit of working on this project, not only am I proud of it, but I know I can almost guarantee that you guys are going to love it because it's going to hit on so many different aspects of not just art, but just the way stories are told from different writers, from different artists. And, of course, Aaron is the brainchild of all this and, and put all this together himself. So it's definitely something that not only am I proud of, but I know it's going to be something that is going to be either a huge success in terms of this is going to end up being like movie or a TV show or something like that, or it's going to at least experience some moderate ex- ex- success because it's definitely got so much heart into it, so many different creators that are just amazing, some you've never heard of, like myself. Like Nobody's ever heard of me. Nobody knows that I write unless they've listened to this show or followed me on Facebook. But if you right. like my story, hey, that's – that's all the better. And that's the point is that you're not just getting these different stories that tie up into one, but you're getting stories that will feel so much better and feel so much more interesting than the normal garbage that you get with superheroes that, Oh yeah, the Marvel and the DC. Oh, Superman, you know, he cut two inches of his cape. Let's complain about that for six weeks. Yeah. I promise not to do any costume changes for at least 75 years. You know, like that appears to be fifty, 50 years or so. And once we get into the to what would be our golden age, and you know, hopefully. <laughs> well, fortunately, uh, like I said, you do have eight days left. So I think that next week we're going to have you back if you have time. We'll have you back to talk about it for the last day before the countdown is over, and we'll try to pump as much money into that sucker as we can. Uh, but before we, because uh, we're almost over our time, before we go, really quickly, uh, where can people find you in social media and uh, find the project and everything? Um, RIA Comics, you can Google that, Kickstarter, we're on DeviantArt, all that good stuff. And I just want to say that all the money that's funneled into this, it goes right back to indie creators. It goes to pay for their art, their supplies. It costs money to buy these pages. It costs money to buy ink. It costs money to buy pens. It costs money to buy markers. And, you know, that's the only way that stuff is going to be created and actually put onto a page. And um, that's just, that's the main goal. That's what I'm doing. You know, I just, like I said, I decided to open the book up. People can come and find all these different creators. You know, when you come to the Kickstarter, look at, read the credits for the page. Say, this is the inker. See, there's different inkers, there's different colorists, there's different writers for every different thing. Go see what else they're doing and and support them also because that's the bottom line here. Yeah. Well, you know, the good thing is is that we have a little bit of time left, so we can still promote the crap okay. out of this thing and make sure that more people know about it. Uh, we'll get yeah. more awareness out there. We'll, we'll make sure that, you know, especially in, on Facebook and everything, we'll keep pumping it up and making sure that, you know, everyone has a chance. Because I know that for a fact, I can tell you this, I know for a fact that the last few days, uh, speaking from my last two Kickstarters, the last two days are usually when you get your most money. So uh, I think that that'll be good because, you know, we'll have you back on. It'll be the last day. Actually, I think there'll be like one day left, technically speaking. Um, yeah. But that'll be good. You know, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about it a little bit more. Um, before we uh, before we head out of here, though, uh, really quickly, I just wanted to get your opinion on a couple of things, if you don't mind. All right. Yeah, yeah. First one is, is uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you don't watch The Walking Dead, correct? No, no, I don't. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Okay, well then, you know, we'll, we'll hold off talking about the uh, season finale until uh, next episode, because I know Sarah's probably not going to want to talk about it either, but it really just depends. Um, so <laughs> let's talk a little bit about WrestleMania, if you don't mind. Okay. 
Okay, uh, now we got WrestleMania 31 coming up. I'm really struggling with the idea that I'm an idiot and totally forgot that I planned to go down to Gem City Comic Con. So I'm pretty sure that while I'm driving back here, WrestleMania will be on and will be either over or almost over by the time I get home. So <laughs> that being said, I, I know I put, it, it's a pickle. Uh, that being said, uh, I just one question for you. It's, it's a very simple one. Do you think that this WrestleMania will live up to the hype and be a good WrestleMania, or do you think we're up for another lemon, so to speak? Oh man, that's a difficult question for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, who's wrestling in it? <laughs> Well, they've only got a few matches uh, announced so far. I mean, like, the main event, basically, from what they're saying, is Roman Reigns versus uh, Brock Lesnar, and supposedly Lesnar is leaving and going to the UFC uh, the night after Raw. Okay. Yeah, that's just, uh, yeah, again, wrestling is something I I haven't, you know, I, I haven't really been able to follow anything that I enjoy since I've started really focusing on creating comic books the last two or three years everything is just kind of uh just kind of went away as far as being something you know i'm so far behind on any television show i can think of or movies or (laughs) comic my comic stack is taller than me at the moment to read so (laughs) yeah so yeah just i'm just yeah and wrestling has just been it was yeah kind of one of the things i just I just couldn't keep with for a long time there. It's because just a lot of <laughs> it's a lot to keep up with. <laughs> if you don't watch every week. Well, Aaron Moore, I want to thank you for joining us, my friend. Uh, right, this has been, of course, <laughs> always. I'm sorry. Uh, this is always, you know, great to have you. Of course, we'll have you back next week with us. Uh, really quickly before we head out, I have to make an announcement, and that is that uh, the CAC show archives will be in the Offshoots Network. And they will be able to be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbay, and Player FM on top of various uh, Facebook pages. It will be posted on the CAC show page, and it will be posted on the Offshoots page. So we will officially be helping with the Offshoots. They're going to be helping us with our broadcast. We are leaving Blog Talk Radio. We only have two episodes left. Uh, I'm not going to go into the whys and the, you know, all the garbage that's going on. But for sure, I appreciate everybody that's listened to us on Blog Talk, anybody that's a Blog Talk faithful. Uh, we do appreciate you listening. We appreciate all of you uh, and your support on social media, such as Twitter, Facebook, and all that. And most importantly, uh, we want to thank Blog Talk for having us for almost two years now. Uh, we will have, I believe it's our 75th episode, uh, will be available at a normal time. It just will not be through Blog Talk. So make sure to check us out on Facebook, the CAC Show. I, of course, am Fringezilla on Facebook, also Fringezilla on Twitter, and at the CAC Show on Twitter. You can also follow Aaron Moore. Uh, I believe it's RIA Comics, or is it RIA underscore comics? Yeah, Twitter, uh, yeah, or at If Zombies also. Um, both okay, at If Zombies, okay. Yep. Yeah, either one. Yep, and that's how you can, <laughs> yep, that's how you can get a hold of Aaron and uh, get some – uh, news and updates from him if you want to talk to him personally. And, of course, check out the If Powers Kickstarter. Eight days left, go and pledge. I'm telling you guys, you will not be – I just I just don't understand a lot of times how, you know, some of these 
projects can be so amazing and not already be picked up. Like I, I have a hard time understanding how your project has not already been picked up by, you know, a bigger uh, independent company that could, you know, give it more uh, awareness, you know, like an image or a dark horse, because it's definitely something that's right up their alley because there's nothing being done like it. Just like my light earth story, my project, there's nothing being done like it. And those are the kind of things that you really want to tap into. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really interested in light earth. Yeah. And that's, that's just yeah. My main thing about indies is just yeah. It's just like nothing else. You know, it's all fun, all original. Hopefully. Well, and you're Hopefully. almost finished with the coloring on vapor, so that's going to be uh, pretty soon. We're going to have that printed and sent out to backers. So yeah, you know, it's, yeah. things are just going to get better, man. Yep. Yeah, just finalizing the colors. And it all just. <laughs> yeah, and with that, it'll be done. It'll be out to people, and and we'll be set, and people will finally have vapor in their hands, and. We can start getting some reviews, and I've already had some reviews for the script for uh, uh, Light Earth number zero. They're actually on the GoFundMe page. If you go to GoFundMe and you just check out Light Earth, you will see an awesome – actually, there's two reviews that we've been given already uh, just for our script that we handed out to a couple of people, which is really amazing. So check all that out, and make sure, like I said, to check out If Powers Worthy Part 1 on Kickstarter. So for Aaron Moore, I am Fringezilla, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Uh. Yeah.